0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop.
1: Me.
2: Focus Features presents Back to Black.
0: I want
1: people to hear
3: my voice and just forget their troubles.
2: Experience the music and her story.
3: Know this. I ain't no spy scale.
2: Like never before.
3: That's my daughter. That's
4: my
2: Amy. On the big screen. I want
5: to be remembered. For just being
3: me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, Under 17, 90 Minute Without Parent, only in theaters, May
2: 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life.
4: It could happen here. It's it's it could happen here. It's the podcast that's happening right now. Um, Yeah, it's it's about things that you know about. It's our our third and final episode about the Brazilian elections. Uh, It's me, Chris. It's it's I'm here with James Stout. Hello. Hi, Chris. So we have we have an update. On yeah. on this situation, which is that Jair Bolsonaro, okay, he still he still I don't think has publicly announced defeat, but he appe- he apparently told the Supreme Court, "quote It's over." So he seems to have committed defeat, which ha- has not stopped a bunch of his followers from calling for a military coup.
1: Yeah, and from um, these
4: people that still seem to be blocking roads, right? Yeah, I, it, it, it's happening. I don't know, I. Yeah, it's it's, it's sort of unclear to me to what extent his followers are going to back down. I don't think there's really much chance of a military coup at this point. Like they seem to have just lost. I, I read something earlier about Bolsonaro making plans to like so. There's like there's like a like a sash thing you're supposed to hand over to the next president, and he was making plans to not be in the country when Lula took office and was going to have his <laughs> vice president hand it over instead. Which is like uh, amazing. this is like the most whiny baby shit I've ever seen. Which is oh, just yeah. like oh god, what I just, a what a yeah. loser! Holy fuck,
1: like. First as as tragedy and then as farce and then as farce yeah. again and continually as farce like that's, that's how the right operates
4: right yeah, yeah I actually almost had that like I, I I actually almost started the Lula episode with that quote and then I was like well his return I, I was like I, that that's that's too mean <laughs> to say about Lula like his yeah, return yeah. hasn't been farce yet like yeah but Bolsonaro is yeah. oh boy.
1: Yeah, he's he's going to go and spend more time with the novel coronavirus. That's yeah. why he's withdrawing from politics.
4: You know, I I heard th- there there's a great line in one of the things that I was talking about that uh, uh militants in the fog piece from Ilvol yesterday where they they talked about like I uh, I forget their exact quote. It, it was something like uh, B- Bolson. it wasn't it's not just that Bolsonaro failed the uh, like failed to respond to coronavirus It's that he was a vector for the for coronavirus and I was like, <laughs> yeah. This is this yeah, is both yeah. literally and metaphorically true. Like <laughs> yes. several of the outbreaks are just from Bolsonaro. Oh, oh yeah,
1: absolutely amazing.
4: Yeah, uh, real real piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So today we're gonna be talking about the very specific. So we we spent last episode talking about sort of like the the the, the enormous army of gravediggers that the PT had sort of built around them and. This episode is going to be about like how their grave was actually sort of built and then filled in. Um, so I I talked about in episode one. Um, there was in two thousand five. I think I might have actually accidentally said two thousand six in the original episode. But it's two thousand five. There's just a giant corruption scandal involving the Workers Party that like shakes all of Brazil. Basically, the the the. The short version of it is that a bunch of senior members of the PT were accused of bribing members of the Central Central, who is like Brazil's sort of like perennial elite corruption faction to like buy their votes to get bills passed, which I, honestly, like I'm OK with this. Like th- we're going to talk about some corruption later that like does suck. Uh, this, I think, is fine. Like I'm I am I am OK like I, I would, I'm gonna put this on the record. Uh, me, Christopher Wong, I am okay with literally just <laughs> buying the votes of like weird, corrupt right wingers to get them to vote for legislation that's actually good. Like uh, whatever, I don't care about this. Like this is bullshit. Like I, who cares? Um, but that that said, I, I okay. So this entire episode. Like well, okay, the first like three quarters episode. This is this is this episode's like a lot about corruption, and before we need we go any further, like we need to talk about like what corruption actually is and about the politics of it. So, okay, I want to say this as someone who lives in. Okay, so I I, I think most of <laughs> our listeners understand that Chicago is notoriously corrupt. I didn't grow up in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago's even more corrupt suburbs. Like I I literally watched a mayor sell physically sell City Hall to the highest bidder. <laughs> like he actually literally physically sold City Hall. I like this done. this is the kind of shit you get out in the suburbs. Like it is yeah. fucking mind boggling, <laughs> right? Like that 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 wasn't my town, but like. I have seen some shit. Right. And OK, the, the, the thing I the thing I can say about government corruption is that there are two kinds of people in the world. There are people like Chicagoans who understand that every single politician, no matter like every single politician whatsoever is going to rob you blind because they're all corrupt. And, you know, th- there's a sort of like a more analytical culinary to this, which is that, like. Corruption corruption is just a structural tendency of the state, right? It's yeah. it's a product of of state officials like having access to the state's enormous supply of resources. It's a product of the kind of structural incentives that like being in a state produces and it's a it's a product of the, the fact that the state, you know, acquires resources through violence. And you know, okay, so there's people who understand this on various levels, right? like I mean and this is genuinely the nice thing about Chicago. is like everyone gets it like you don't have to convince people and then there's a bunch yeah. of people like like the, the other category of people are people who genuinely think that like politics is about people debating political principles and that like if we just make slightly better arguments and like have slightly better land use policies the politicians who literally spend all day taking bribes from developers will like somehow end homelessness or something or that like somehow like like, like, like ah corruption is a matter of political principles it's like no no they're all they're all doing this to you, like you guys—you kind of understand no. this. It, yeah, it's it's
1: very funny, I, and it's uh, like we don't get enough credit for our corruption in San Diego. I feel like, right? Um, oh yeah, Enron by the sea, as San yeah. Diego is is, is known. But it's like, it's very funny to see people being like, oh, there can't be corruption because identity politics this, or because not Donald Trump. Uh, rather than, like, this is the nature of the state, especially the state under capitalism, especially the state under capitalism in the United States, is that, like, you don't get fuck all unless you pay for it.
4: Yeah, although, although, okay, I, I will say this. Corruption as a policy of the state is essentially trans ideological, like the red is communist, the brown is fascist and the most yes. bleeding heart, red, white and blue capitalists all take bribes. They all give contracts to their family and they all steal money from the government. Like you you can tell this by the fact that the U.S. is literal like the U.S. just made it legal to give like they made it legal for a corporation to give money to a candidate in order to have the vote a certain way. This is legal. Uh, Nazi Germany, corrupt <laughs> as shit. The USSR famously, yep. insanely corrupt. It, like this, this is not, this is not actually a product of ideology. It's, 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 it's just, it's just, a, it's just a sort of structural like tendency of the state. And it doesn't mean like the military dictatorships are corrupt. Like the no. fuck, like the, like the, the parliamentary democracies are corrupt. Like this is, this is just, this is just like how the state works. Right. Um, and and, and the, the like, so political corruption genuinely isn't that interesting, right? Like the actual politics of it, like it, yeah. it's not that interesting. Like it's just it, like people are just corrupt, right? What is interesting is anti-corruption politics, and, and we need to get this out of the way immediately. It is simultaneously true that like almost no one openly supports corruption. Like it's 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 like almost impossible to find anyone who will come out on the record and say they're pro-corruption, like. You like you can't do it right, and it's and it's also true that like every single one of these people on the across the entire political spectrum is corrupt, and yeah. you know and, and, and the, the 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 you know and, and no no politician is actually anti-corruption. This this is something that's very very important to understand. None of these people are fucking anti-corruption. This is this is sort of this is one of the lessons of Chicago, which is that all of the sort of anti-corruption crusaders are like just as corrupt as the people they're replacing. Yeah, but um, well,
1: this is part of the way. Like, uh, I don't want to go like extreme Marcuse, but like uh, the like this idea, this false choice, right? The corruption in in itself creates a means for another person who is equally corrupt to enter simply by claiming yeah. to be anti-corrupt, right? Like, and then this we can just kind of continually one up each other and claiming to be different and doing the same shit and and people will embrace his fucking false choice.
4: Yeah. And, you know, we're going to see this in this story later on. I will give you a preview of where this is going. So Sergio Moro, who is this judge, who turns out who's like like Brazil's like great anti-corruption crusader, uh, turns out to have been funding his quote unquote anti-corruption investigations by sell, illegally selling information to the FBI and then getting paid and, fi- and uh, fine money collected by the US from successful uh, mm. corruption prosecutions. Uh, he also is uh, going to like very blatantly and pretty openly take a job. As the uh, uh, as, as Brazil's uh, justice minister uh, in in exchange for putting uh, Bolsonaro's political opponents in prison. <laughs> Magnificent. OK. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know. So, OK, what, what's the thing that's important about this, right, is that anti-corruption is not a real politics, right? Like it's not it's not an actual no. real set of political political positions, right? What it is, is a set of politics you con rubes with. But it turns out is really, really good at conning groups because people really fucking hate corruption, and the, and the, the thing the thing the thing that being like an, an anti-corruption quote unquote candidate does is it lets anyone like appear to be this sort of like populist champion of the people yeah. against the corrupt elite, and this is really useful to the right and to sort of, I mean, not just to the right, but it's really useful to sort of like bourgeois like capitalist politicians in general because there are a lot of times where in order to sort of protect their interests. You know, or protect the interests of like their specific faction of the ruling class. They need to win an election and they need to win the sort of hearts of minds of the people who see that the world sucks and like reflexively hate, quote unquote, the establishment because they know they're getting screwed. And the easiest way to sort of con these people is to take up the politics of anti-corruption. It, it, it's, it's, it's 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 like the the absolute picture perfect neoliberal politics, right? Like Rudy yeah. Giuliani, for example, um, got his start going after the mob in New York and yeah. you know and, and what he right, really, you know, so he goes after the mob he's this anti-corruption guy and then he replaces them with like even more efficient and extractive neoliberal bureaucratic parasites
1: <laughs>
4: yeah and it's perfect like yeah in terms of neoliberalism right in terms of completely
1: avoiding a class analysis because you can you can appeal to people who are genuinely oppressed and marginalized by the system right by saying Oh, go against this corrupt system which is oppressing and marginalizing you but also to the bourgeoisie because you can say oh the reason your fucking business is not as successful as the other one is corruption so to just vote for me and we'll sort that out and you can continue exploiting the workers who I'm also
4: appealing to. Yeah, and, and you know, like... Giuliani specifically, like he is, his name is just literally a punchline now, right? Like it's it's not, it's not even worth talking about him. Fucking like chomping on a cigar, doing an ad for a cigar (laughs) company in the middle
1: of the video, right?
4: Like, like, but, but, but you know, he's selling flip flops
1: now, isn't that? Yeah, something like that. But, but
4: that's the thing. Like the the anti corruption stuff was really, really good for his career, and you know the, the. this is the politics, anti-corruption is the politics that the Brazilian right finally figures out as like the only thing that can stop the Workers' Party juggernaut. Now, like in 2005, the corruption case brings down a whole bunch of sort of like high-profile PT party members, but it doesn't touch Lula himself, who is like, he gets he his rep, like basically similar to Reagan, as just like the Teflon president where everything just bounces off of him. But, you know, the, the right in 2005 really thinks that they've got him. And they're like, okay, we're gonna crush him this next election. Everything's gonna go back to normal, and then you know, and it is true that from two thousand compared to two thousand two, Lula does have less support in two thousand six. He goes from sixty one percent of the vote to a whopping sixty percent of the vote. (laughs) So okay, so this didn't work, right? But the right still sees that like this is the only thing they've been able to come up with that like actually damages the PT at all. And in 2014, a judge named Sergio Moro, who we've are Moro, who again we have given you the spoiler. This is like the this is one of the most corrupt dudes in like the history of Brazilian politics. But he he goes after he finds like a different corruption ring to go after that he's not a part of. And and, and I think it's it's important to understand sort of from the outset of this, right? That like this anti-corruption stuff is essentially like a a, a newer faction or like a slightly different faction. Of the Brazilian ruling class going after another faction of the Brazilian ruling class. so he he finds he starts to think uh, that that becomes known as lava jato or operation Car wash. um and and what Moro is going after is this ge- legitimately genuinely enormous corruption ring surrounding Petrobras, which is Brazil's state-owned oil company. Um, and the investigation leads to the arrests of an enormous number of government officials. Like, there's a, like, some of the, like, richest people in Brazil go to jail, like, and it, it is true that, like, like there is an an enormous amount of corruption. Like, there are billions and billions of dollars that are, that are being sort of stolen from this oil company, right, through sort of, like, contracts and, like, payoffs and stuff. Um, but we also get to some real, like, lepers-eating-people's-faces party shit here as well, where – Okay, so in 2013, Dilma Rousseff signs a law that massively expands police powers that includes, in particular, allowing them with no strings attached to offer plea bargains to people to get them to confess to stuff. Amazing. And like give the cops information they want to hear, which is like Jenny Wiley really unethical because I mean, for a lot of reasons, right? Like the, the, the whole plea bargaining system is like the reason, like one of the reasons the whole US justice system is completely fucked up because everyone just fucking pleads out instead of going to trial because they know they know they're like every, everyone is pretty sure they're going to lose. And so people, yeah. you know, people will just plead the shit that they didn't do because they have no chance of winning the case. It's completely fucked up. And Dilma Rousseff's like nah, yeah, fuck it. Like we're going to sign <laughs> this like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, and and I, I like I, I get that like she she was responding to like the protests and I get that she thought it would mostly be used against like fucking protesters or some shit but like who did you think this was going to be used against? Yeah, like, yeah. This wait, is... wait, wait. Why? Like, come on. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> it's, like, yeah, this is
1: good. Leftists eating their own face. shit.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, this like is. I just. Oh,
4: it's like it, it is simultaneously true that there was like an incredibly coordinated, sophisticated like. Um, like a jo- joint joint American Brazilian, like intelligence and like just a state operation to bring down the PT. It's also true that the PT, like, like the reason they were able to be kneecapped. So like so easily is that like, they'd spent the last like six years, like firing rounds over and over again into their own knees. So like, <laughs> okay, I, th- these things are both through at the same time, but okay. Yeah. And so well, it, it, the, Lava Giotto, like eviscerates an enormous part of the sort of the, the, a section of the Brazilian ruling class. But it very be- quickly becomes clear that it's being used as a political weapon against Dilma Rousseff and the PT, despite the fact that like literally every Brazilian pol- like party is involved with in this. Like, I-, I think the PSOL might be like the only major Brazilian political mm-hmm. party who wasn't involved mm-hmm. in this, and like that's because I don't think they had anyone who was senior enough to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I like, uh, but, but 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 you know, everyone instead, like, just is using this to go, is, like, very clearly using this to go after the PT. The problem is that, like, and this is this is going to be a perennial problem with these investigations, is that they can't actually directly nail Dilma Rousseff or Lula with doing anything. That They have real problems with this. Um, you know, Dilma wins re-election in 2014, but 2015, there are these, as Lava Giotto is, like, Going and there's this enormous fucking press fury around it. Um, there are these massive sort of anti-corruption protests demanding that like she resign. That's ripped up by like, like again like the right wing media goes just completely batshit in this period. Um, and you know okay so again Morals running into this problem that he can't find anything that Dilma Rousseff did that was illegal. So he starts relying on political theater instead. He he, and, and, uh, he he starts he stages these this like enormous series of raids on like Lula's house, his nonprofit, like he's like like his brother's business, and you know with the entire press court, like there, right? Like with all the like, yeah. stage for all these raids, they 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 drag him off to like jail for questioning. But again, like they don't really have anything. They 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 they, they, they kind of like invent this case. About Lula based on some convoluted shit about a property that he didn't own. It's like, I don't know the, 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 the thing here basically is that like, as with all corruption scandals, right? The, the, this, this is a fight between parts of the ruling class, right? Like yeah. the actual details of who's taking money from who are essentially irrelevant because that that's not what actually matters, right? What matters here is that like these sort of right wing prosecutors have decided they're going to destroy the PT, and you know they're the pt has helped them do it at every step um
1: <laughs> it's but, not just okay. the
4: prosecutors right there it's like
1: this this like press plus prosecutors it yeah, creates pl- pl- this plus,
4: plus a bunch of political parties too um yeah.
1: it's so not to like draw a comparison where it's not necessarily entirely valid, but like look at the United Kingdom, right? We have Boris Johnson, like monumentally fucking up the COVID response. Tons of people die, and it's not that that brings him down. It, it's that he had a suitcase of wine in a karaoke party, like because yeah. at some <laughs> point. But it's the appearance, right? It's this political theater of accountability, like. But you're not actually accountable to the people who you let down or the people who you lied to. You're accountable to a, a, like seventeen media editors yeah to and, Rupert Murdoch right and, and yeah, Bra- yes. Brazil
4: has its own versions of Murdoch who are like I uh, yeah, yeah I can only imagine like pe- people people to who if I if I said my actual opinions on them like the the the, the FCC would specifically start regulating podcasts because <laughs> like oh boy all of these people should I yeah. redacted parody etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll just have like a five minute bleep here while Chris goes yeah. off <laughs> So, okay, but but again, so okay, they they have this problem again, which is they can't really get Dilma Rousseff on anything, and so what happens instead is that the Brazilian Senate is sort of like scrambling for something they can use, and what they eventually impeach Dilma Rousseff for is this like accounting procedure thing, basically. That like everyone does, and when I say everyone does, like almost every previous president, uh, like every every like every single st- like like uh uh what's it called like uh, every single like uh why am I blanking on it? Governor is that the right word? Yeah, like the, the the people who are like the heads of states. Yeah, I think gov like all the governors do this. Like fucking literally everyone in Brazilian politics does this, including some of the people who are signing like the fucking uh 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 impeachment thing. <laughs> but they, they they remove her from this, and okay, so like a part of the of, like the the the, the sort of, of sort of like like decrepit and despised neoliberal right takes power, and but the notable part thing here is that she is Dilma Rousseff is impeached by her own allies, right? She is impeached like yep. Michael Temer, the the guy who replaces Rousseff, like winds up as president because Dilma Rousseff made him her VP. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like and, you know, and th- this this is this is dating back to like this is this is like really old sort of PT political maneuvering stuff dating date, dating back to like Lula finally winning out over the sort of PT base in two thousand two, right? Where he's able to convince them to like have a sort of like conservative guy like be his running mate. Yeah. And here this this is this is where this finally goes to shit because the, the PT is making alliances with sort of like center right parties and all these corruption parties, and it's like okay. You, you allied yourself like i i i understand the reason they were doing this was that the the, the sort of central, which is like the, the the sort of corruption parties have enough votes that you kind of have to work with them but also like what did you expect was going to happen like <laughs> it, did, did, did you did you really not expect that the leopards were going to eat your face yeah. like i okay it's you know like it's really like okay like you let a mosquito into your house and you are now like uh, fucking Pikachu facing because they because the mosquito bit you is like, uh, really? Like, uh, yeah, 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 you know, and, and th- th- this all comes back to sort of like the things I've been talking about in the last two episodes about like the inherent contradiction of being a leftist and having to, having to keep the state and having to run a state. We have to keep the economy going. Right. Which, again, it means that you have to make sure that capitalists get money. And Lula could just pay these people off, like literally or figuratively, because he was he was benefiting from the commodity boom. Right. But then when the Chinese economy goes under and suddenly the money dries up because the commodity booms over and the Brazilian economy starts to collapse, like, you know, there's nothing to pay off the bourgeoisie with. And, you know, Dilma Rousseff's like she's trying to pay them off. But, you know, in order to fund it now, now she's doing austerity. Okay. And that's sapping her, and that's sapping her base because, yeah. you know, okay, you have to choose one or the other, but she's not but again, but she's also not able to pay off enough of the bourgeoisie to stop this from coming. And so they off her. And you know, okay, so the 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 PT PT supporters will describe what happened, like that this impeachment is a coup, which is like true, like as far as it goes. Like it is true that like a bunch of absolute like psychopaths like just like overthrew <laughs> the democratically elected president. On, for bullshit um i actually think it's less of a coup than the next than, uh, the next thing we're going to get to <laughs> um or it, but yeah so okay so the product of this is that michael temer who is it like just a unfathomable neoliberal ghoul like yeah. i really like oh god like I, really one of the worst people ever um. Who again? Rusev picked as her VP. Uh, becomes president in 2016. Spends the next two years. Like oh wow. Also, if
1: Draco Malfoy grew up, this is what he would look like. Yeah.
4: No. It's 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 really incredible. Yeah. You 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 sh- you you do owe it to yourself to go look up this <laughs> guy. Yeah.
1: This man is the yeah. Very streamlined, but otherwise. Yeah, yeah it's remarkable. He, I mean, humor. he he just like he just looks like like he's, he's one of those people who looks like fuck. exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe this guy succeeded
4: in politics when he uh, looks like an yeah an evil snake. Yeah, I th- I think he also got arrested for uh, being even <laughs> mo- like okay, so like like. <laughs> Th- there is corruption going on in the PT. Temer is the corruption party, right? Like he actually goes down eventually in yeah. Lava He he is like unfathomably corrupt. Like he goes down for like what did he he took like It's a bribe from a meat packer, right? Or like a Yeah, that was one of them. He he, he funneled like $180 million. <laughs> into That's like right. his, his political like into like his friends and his like like unfast like okay like and and this stuff genuinely sucks right like it actually does suck that literally hundreds of millions of dollars are being just like yes. fucking stolen by these ghouls right um
1: yeah especially in a country where like people genuinely struggle to get by every single day yeah and right? and,
5: and, and, and
4: I, I think it's worth mentioning like like the, the level of poverty that we're talking about here is like like, again, like, people who don't have running water, people who live in deserts and, like, don't have water at all, like, it is really, really bad, and you, and, and then, you know, you you're, you are watching just this bullshit happening, right? Like, this fucking, like, guy who, I, God, just this is like absolute fucking demon, just stealing a hundred like fifty billion dollars, right?
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's just like rich people playing monopoly with like, yeah your fucking future and, and your children's future. And- yeah,
4: but you know, but but and, and again, like time written, nobody, nobody fucking voted for this guy, right? Like, right. and he he he's just immediately starts implementing like unfathomable, just atrocious austerity. And he he like he has a seven percent approval rating. Everyone who's calling for Jesus him to resign, Christ. yeah, seven percent. This is this is this is the, this is the uh, second lowest. Uh, this is the second lowest approval rating I've ever seen for a, for a ruling politician after Kim Jong Pil, who I think got down to three <laughs> percent. Uh, one day I'm going to wow. do an actual Kim Jong Pil episode, but. Yeah. I yeah, feel so, like you're
1: within the error margin of any polling once you get into the yeah, single digits. Yeah. <laughs> like no one yeah. likes you. To like take like our literally, message.
4: like like remember, like people like people from his own party want him to resign, right? And he just doesn't. Yeah. He just stays in power because there's no and no one can do anything about it. Yeah. Because well you
1: always get that, right? When you when you engage in his politics of corruption, the the, the 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 like sort of palace coups and intra backstabbing will necessarily happen because like that is how you further your own career and therefore benefit more from the corruption, right? Like yeah. again see the
4: clusterfuck that is the united kingdom yep now do you know who else doesn't benefit from corruption like the rest of I us i
1: don't think we can say that <laughs> with any degree of certainty chris <laughs> it, it's, it's
4: it's shell, it's, uh, it's, it's, shell. Uh, it's it's the products and services that support this podcast
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
2: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
4: Okay, and and we're back. Um, and, and I, Okay, th- this I think is as good a time as any to mention that, like... Okay, so Lava Giotto is is going on this entire time, right? This this thing is going on for years and years and years and years. And it's reiterating that Lava Giotto is being illegally backed by the American Justice Department, Justice Department, the SEC, the FBI, probably all, I think also the CIA, although weirdly this is... Okay, and and this is where things get very strange, because this, like, from the documents that we've seen, there is some evidence the CIA handed them shit. The thing we have the most evidence for is actually the FBI running this coup. Weird. Yeah, it's very weird. What's happening basically is that, okay, so the, the, the way American corruption laws work is that, like, if any money passes through, like, an American bank account, the FBI has the authority to go after them. And the FBI cool. and the Justice Department fucking hate the PT, and they're 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 looking at Petrobas, and they're going like, "This is so much fucking money we can get if we go after these people." And also, we hate them, and and it's also worth noting. Okay, so uh, Sergio Moro is like he's a Harvard guy, right? He he he's a mm-hmm. Harvard guy. He was trained by like a bunch of American police people. Like he he is like he's like one of these sort of like he he's, he's a Naxxet yep. ghoul basically, right? But like yeah. he's like the 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 law version of a Naxxet ghoul. And so the the entire, like, and, and again, it's, it's funny, like, the FBI, in theory, is not supposed to be, like, the FBI is supposed to be a domestic agency, which does not make yeah. them any better, by the way, but, like, they're, they're not supposed to be going yeah. after, like, they're not supposed to be trying to overthrow the president of Brazil, they, but, you know, they are, and again, like, they, they are, they be are. supposed
1: to taking down the Black Panthers, increasing anti-Semitism, yeah, just yeah. your normal standard
4: domestic yeah, stuff. This, yeah, shooting anarchists, shooting, mm-hmm. like, possibly assassinating MLK, um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that, you know, normal, you that's normal. That's what we expect stuff. from them. Yeah, not they're not supposed to be doing the foreign cruise. That's the CIA's job. But they're yeah. they're muscling into the CIA's territory here. Um, <sighs> it, it's 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 worth mentioning as well that like the Obama administration is heavily involved in this, right? Shocking. Um And you know, it turns out that by the time you get to 2016, the Trump administration, the Trump administration is in power. They love this shit because it's Trump. It's like, wow, damn, who could have guessed? yeah that is wow yeah yeah and and as and this is gonna come out it's gonna come out later um by this okay this is the second time that glenn greenwald is just handed like one of the biggest news stories of the decade like literally (sighs) dropped on his lap and he gets to like write about it is that yeah it comes out that like this stuff is being politically, like, very obviously politically motivated, like, Sergio Moro's, like, is openly cutting deals with Bolsonaro to do political persecutions, uh, there's, again, again, the, the stuff about how he's being paid by, he's literally getting, like, the 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 task force is being funded by the FBI through these slush funds of of fine money collected from Petrobras, like, it's unbelievably shady shit, um, now, the entire time this is going on, uh, Sergio Moro has been, like, Illegally wiretapping Lula's conversations and leaking them to the press to like destroy Lula right. and Dilma yeah. politically. It's and you know and like like Operation Car Wash. Like prosecutors are just like going on TV and telling the entire Brazilian public like, "No, Lula's guilty. There's no doubt about it." And then in 2017, Moro has Lula convicted. Now. Lulu appeals this on the grounds that like this is incredibly obviously a show trial like but by the because there's a lot of you you will read a lot of like the the sort of liberal press in the US like fucking loves this shit and like 2014, 2015, 2016, 2016, 2017, but like by 2017, even the sort of American liberal press are is like, hey, you're running these trials too fast. Like these don't look like real trials anymore. Like he's just like there's there's like it it really is like they they stop having even the pretense of this not being show trial. So just like convicting people, convicting people, convicting people, convicting people. And like, you know, in the Lula case, there's some interesting stuff, which is that like, okay, Moro doesn't have the legal jurisdiction to prosecute Lula here. Like the crimes that were supposedly committed aren't committed in a place where 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 Moro has any jurisdiction at all. Like it's another state. And he just does it anyways because he's just like fuck it, like <laughs> yeah, whatever. And yeah, so well, the law is more of a vibe when you are also the government. Yeah, well, and and again, like, like this is the thing. Like people people get really, really, really hung up about legal technicalities and yeah. that shit. And, and as we're about to see in that in, in in this case, right, like that shit does not matter. Right. It, it, this this is entirely about sort of power about power brokering and sort of like where 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 the Brazilian elite is in a particular time, who's backing what. Um, Lula puts in a, a, a petition, he puts in a writ of habeas corpus that's like, hey, there's stuff in the Constitution that's like, I shouldn't be put in prison until my appeals are done. And this yeah. goes to the Supreme Court, at which point a fucking Brazilian general who apparently – this, this this apparently was planned by 15 other generals uh, who <laughs> – I, 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 a guy named uh, yeah. Eduard, Eduardo Villas Bolas like, literally starts threatening the Supreme Court on Twitter – <laughs> and like, he, he's like he starts implying and, and th- this tweet is read on globo which is like the, fu- the fucking like ju- like big like big biggest news network in brazil they like read out this tweet like the the subtext of which is if you don't put lula in jail we are going to do a coup so th- th- they drag lula off to prison and they put him in solitary for 580 days Holy which fuck. is like yeah yeah, they, they 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 are like they are torturing the shit out of him. Um, Jesus, yeah, yeah, wow, like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they also just
1: living out their like uh, fucking like you know like previous generation of coups against Latin American like chopping Victor Hara's hands off fantasies. Yeah,
4: and like like this, and, you know, I, I say this like like Lula has like, was arrested by the military dictatorship in the eighties, right? But even the military, yeah. military dictatorship only held him for thirty days. <laughs> and then let him go. Yeah, they like, got nothing on the neoliberals. Yeah, and, and they're, they're like they're trying to put him in prison for, I think, like, it's originally seven years and then it's extended to 12 years. Um, and, and there's this whole thing, but, like, he's also, like, not allowed to speak to the press during this time. And the reason this is happening is that uh, if you're in prison, you can't run for president. And in 2018, if Lula is around, allowed mm-hmm. to run for president, even with all the press shit, he is going to fucking stop literally anyone in the field. Yeah. And, yeah, so th- this is going on. But b- b- before we talk about the election a little bit and then sort of wind down. There's one more thing I want to talk about, which is that four days before Lula is arrested, Mariela Franco, who is a incredibly radical city ca- city councilor in Rio de Janeiro, is assassinated by a death squad. Um, there there's a lot of coverage of like who she was, sort of like there's a lot of coverage of her story about how she's a black lesbian woman who came who like was from an incredibly poor, poor family in the favelas and how she sort of like worked her way out to be a politician, but like. They don't talk about, you know, as the, people will sort of obliquely mention her human rights work, or they'll talk a bit about how she's part of the PSOL, which is this leftist party. That like, okay, so I'm still I, I, I spent some time looking. I'm still kind of hazy about their exact story. I think what happened was there was a group of PT of of PT like uh, politicians who refused to vote for an austerity package the PT was trying to push through, and they got kicked out of the party for it, and they founded the PSOL, um, and you know, they'll talk about sort of this stuff. What what they won't cover really is what she was actually doing, and and I, I think this is like this is incredibly important because the thing she was actually doing was a bunch of very radical and unbelievably dangerous anti police activism. Um. So in, in two thousand eight, this is again under Lula's PT government. Th- there was a reorientation of police strategy in the favelas towards this new program called pacifying police units or UPPs. And the idea was that instead of doing constant raids into the favelas and then leaving them, they were just going to put them under, like, constant police occupation. Yeah. And, you know, like, the, something like 400,000 people at a time are just living under these occupations. And, and in the beginning, it's supposed to be tied to, like, so, like there's supposed to be, like, an expansion of, like, social services into the favelas. And there's supposed to be, like, community policing. And that just doesn't happen. And by 2013, they just, like, give up the pretense of doing any social work, and they 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 found this thing called tactical groups of proximity police, which very quickly turn into just, like, fucking death squads. But, they're, but they're, yeah. they're, they're both death squads, and they're also doing, like, stop-and-frisk shit and just, like, harassing random black people. There's, they're just murdering people on the streets um, on a scale that is, like, it's worse than it's been before. Like, there were individual police units. There's an individual police unit that kills 117 people in a year. Like it is, it is fucking Jesus. horrible, right? And this yeah. is what I was talking about about the Brazilian police killing killing at a rate that's eleven times higher than the American police. Like it is, it is fucking atrocious. Um, oh yeah, and there are some Margaret, incredible videos of
1: yeah, of sh- like it's fucked. Um, yeah, and they're at war with parts of their own population.
4: Yeah, and, I mean, I'd I, I say this like it, this is this is one of those things about fascism, right? Where like fascism like always kind of has. Works in this system of alliances between sort of like the police paramilitaries who are sort of tied to the police and organized crime. Yeah, and you know, like there, there is an extent to which there are a bunch of gangs and the police are fighting them. There's also an extent to which like everyone involved is just shaking down all of these fucking like unbelievably poor, uh, largely black, like working class people who are just getting fucking robbed every day. It's horrible. Um, yeah, and it's
1: that where. It's, it might be a bit of a sidebar that we we don't like need to fit in here, but um, in which case we can just delete it. But there's a I know that one of the big Brazilian prison gangs is like ostensibly leftist. They're like they're yeah. called Red Command, right? Yeah, I, hold on, I think I think is it. Commandante Vermel? Vemel. Yeah, yeah. Vermel, so they
4: yeah. they they used to be. Yeah. So so okay. Red Command used to be like. NML group that was like a a sort of like alliance between like regular people in prison and like leftist uh, people who've been put in yeah. prison. Command of MLM. Yeah, yeah, and it 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 does a similar thing to like like there are parts of the FARC that go like this. There's a lot of there's a thing that happens when yeah. you're dealing with sort of armed groups like this, which is that okay, so like. A lot of the things that you do to get money as an armed group are things that are also just a way to get money. So things like kidnappings, things like entering the drug trade. And there's a lot of groups that start out ideological that just cease to be ideological. And the people are just like, well, we're just in the drug trade now. And this is kind of what happens here with these people. But, okay, there's actually – this actually does tie into this because – so – Maria Lefranco like spends her entire life like fighting these people. She 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 gets she gets, she gets yes. a sociology degree and like what she's doing in, in like while she's doing sociology stuff is she's like making reports and like like telling everyone like what these people are doing like what 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 the fucking police are doing, and when she dies like there's a fucking judge. Who's like? Uh, actually, uh, I, I, what what happened was that uh, uh, she was uh, she, she she was working with Red Command, and uh, she got behind her debt payments, and they killed her. And it's like this is some fucking yeah. bullshit. Like, right? It, it, like she. So we, so we the thing is, we actually still don't really know much about like who killed her. Right? We know. <sighs> that uh one of the one of the people who's being tried for it, the getaway driver was like pictured with bolsonaro he's a bunch <laughs> there's a bunch of weird ties to like bolsonaro's brother because bolsonaro's very very heavily tied into a bunch of armed paramil- paramilitary groups yeah
1: who are- well, it, it works well for everyone to have these groups that they can paint as like the great satan right like the yeah. police can be like we're combating the gangs the gangs can be like well you all hate the fucking police right like yep. And then they yeah, they could just blame anyone else whenever there is And it it, it it's like this self-supporting structure. Yeah, but
4: every once in a while you get someone and, and the, the, like Variella Franco, like she's a, a very, very rare kind of person. She like she she winds up as a city councilor, right? She's a she's yeah. a very, very rare kind of politician who like everyone likes. Like an inter- like everyone on the left likes. Like you're you're even your sort of like like most hardcore like fucking guy in like like you're also your most like like hardcore guy in like a tiny ML sect and like your most hardline anarchists, like everyone likes her yeah. because she's doing she's doing like she is every day putting her life in danger trying to stop the police. Yeah. And you know, and when when you get someone like that who is not part of the sort of like is not part of either of these factions, right? And who is a genuine threat to to both of them because she is unbelievably popular. She she gets the fifth most votes of anyone mm. like who's who's running for city councilor and she's doing it again, running for the PSOL who's like they have like five seats, yeah. I think, in in uh, the the Senate or something like that. Like, yeah. like they're not like they're not like they they are a kind of large party, but they're not like one of the parties that's ever going to like win a national election, right? Like, and but you know, but she she is an incredible threat to them, and so they have her killed. Uh, we know that the bullets that were uh, that that I, uh, she was killed by were part of a batch that was sold by the police we know that from from uh, another one of the batches wait. that was in that sequence uh ki- there's a bunch of other people who were killed by the police and and this uh, is also like wait sold to the police or sold by sold by the, the police? police sold by the police oh, magnificent oh good <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, there, there, you know and there, there's a lot of stuff going on here too which is like there are a lot of activists in brazil who get killed like this is this happens all mm-hmm. the time there are a lot of indigenous activists who get killed there are a lot of black activists who get killed there yeah. are just like if you piss off the wrong person, like you can just get executed. And this assassination is one of the symbols of it because like she was a city councilwoman, right? Yeah, Jesus. Like she was part of a major political party and they just fucking shot her. Yeah. And, and no one's been held accountable. Yeah, I it's it's fucking horrible. Um I, I yeah, I I don't really have I, I don't have any sort of like clever thing to say here. It's just it's just fucking awful. there's one more thing i need to mention which is that yeah okay so the, the thing she was doing like like literally, literally she was at a conference like she, she was killed like driving home from a conference right and the thing she was doing like literally in the days leading up it like leading up to her assassination was um so michael temer has this thing called the, the, called the quote the quote-unquote federal intervention which was apparently like extremely popular in brazil which is like a sign of how fucked up everything is which is that he just like was like fuck it. We're gonna hand control of quote unquote security in Rio de Janeiro to the army and let them like go to war with the gangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucked. Unbelievably yeah. fucked. And she she is takes t- t- takes an incredibly bold stance against this. And is trying is trying to fight it, and then she is mysteriously assassinated.
1: Yeah, it's a bit like uh, you know how like you obviously people will say that fascism is like the the return of colonialism to domestic policy, right? Colonial colonial methods in in, in the metro yeah. instead of, instead of in the colonies and like it this is similar here right like what you're seeing is just they're doing a colonialism but just to poor people
4: yeah although i i should mention it a lot of us that, that analysis is developed in like like is developed for europe and yeah. the brazilian context is not the same thing as that because like brazil was also doing all of this stuff to its own population because again brazil has a mass like 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 brazil's a settler colony that was also a slave state right yeah. so all of this violence is just it's the same thing that they've been doing since they got there like yes, yeah i mean and this is something actually lula talks about a lot which is like the people who've been in power for 500 years are still in power but i think it's important to understand like part of how bolsonaro is able to do what he does is that everyone is already like everyone is already so primed to just like back the fucking army coming in and like, right. Like there, there's so much racism. There's so much just like, like there, 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 there's this whole sort of law and order shit thing that's going on. And the the sort of product of all of this is in 2018 election, the PT put in basically some, I mean, he's not some random guy. Like he, he was like, like he was like a, a kind of prominent politician, but they basically run like some guy and he gets clobbered with Bolsonaro. Yeah. And part of this is there's a lot of stuff that happens here that's like very similar to sort of U.S. disinformation campaigns. Like there's there's all these like Telegram groups going around where like yeah, his name is Fernando Haddad. There's this whole thing about how he's gonna like turn your kids gay and yeah. like oh, cr- he's a Satanist. Um, yeah. So and then yeah, Bolsonaro the takes, yeah, thing like, is interesting,
1: right? Because I think people um. There's this analysis, uh, like we have to see everything through the lens of American politics, like the Bolsonaro is the uh, America, the Brazilian Trump. But like, it's, I'm, and my knowledge of this is not deep, but like, it strikes me that he embraces Catholicism to a degree that is like much greater than, uh, like, yeah. like, Trump
4: did religion. I mean, it's interesting. So, like, the Latin American context has, you know, it has this like thing. I think, you, I think you know about, which is like, it's there there's this sort of right wing Catholic evangelical alliance. Yeah. That is happening here, and you know, because uh, like a whole bunch of 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 Bolsonaro's base is a shit ton of evangelicals. But he but he's like, there's this sort of shared language around specifically like around anti-abortion stuff, around opposing gender ideology and like <laughs> feminism and stuff like that. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, you can you can do this sort of dog like not even dog whistling, you can just sort of like whistle at them, and you know, and like it works. And yeah. the th- this is sort of like you know, I am like okay, like I. If, if, if I had any energy left in me, I would probably do another episode that was like like two, three. I could do like a fucking year of episodes about everything that happened to their Bolsonaro. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just going to sort of hit some of the like yeah, yeah. low lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you call it. Like yeah. Bolsonaro. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Bolsonaro managed to kill less people than Trump did. But and also than Biden did but comma he also killed a fucking unfathomable number of people with covid like he refused to buy vaccines he like was like really into the uh classic stuff like hydrochloric stuff like he, yeah. he he like personally spread covid to a bunch of people <laughs> like there's uh like one one of, I, th- I think one of, the, one of the most famous things that people know about like the sort of Bolsonaro regime is that the Amazon was fucking burned, um, because yeah. there are all these. Like, a huge part of his base are these like basically illegal loggers, and Bolsonaro was just like, yeah. yeah, fuck it, go like destroy all, destroy all this indigenous land, fucking kill the people on it, and Did they he, have been just like annihilating the Amazon.
1: Didn't he also? And I may again be completely off base on this. Didn't he break down a lot of the like from FUNAI is the uh, Brazilian national organization that, among other things, does some. Sometimes problematic, but protection of, of indigenous peoples. Didn't he like dismantle a lot of the structure of that and try and defund yeah. it? Yeah, Which, and it did like Trump, right? Like it'll
4: take years to undo this bullshit. Wait, it might never be not Like, and that that's yeah, like part we're, we're running out of
1: fucking time, right? Like we don't have years. Yeah, well,
4: and this is this is one of the things where like we have to hope Lula actually fucking holds up to his word here because like. Okay so the PT the PT's record on deforestation is was is way way enormously better than Bolsonaro but it's also true that a lot of the sort of legal framework that Bolsonaro has been using to push this stuff like is stuff from the PT and you know I I Lula has pledged to stop deforestation like I hope he does mm-hmm. or fucking everyone is going to die yeah uh yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, like everything that was like that I've talked about that was bad before got enormously worse under Bolsonaro. The police violence got worse, the military violence got worse. Um, there's just like he, he's able to sort of like do this like enormous anti communist fervor. Um, but the problem is that he kills like <laughs> he, kills his own too, he, base. he kills too many people. It's not so much that he's killing his own voter base. I mean, he is, but like the thing is, like. He really just destroys the entire Brazilian economy, like he just nukes it, and this costs him the support of a bunch of the ruling class. And this is actually the thing that this is like ultimately what defeated Bolsonaroism, like in insofar as we could even talk about it being defeated. What, what defeated Bolsonaro personally is the fact that like he like he loses it off for the ruling class. That when Lula appeals. Like when Lula's actual case appeal goes to the Supreme Court, they throw it out, and Sergei Moro like turns on him for a bit. Although Moro and comes back and endorses Bolsonaro in the election because he's a piece of shit. But like, yeah, there's he he loses a bunch of sort of the support of the ruling class, and there's this kind of this is the thing I think is kind of disturbing about this election, even though Lula won, is that. Lula did this, like, giant United French strategy, right? Like, he pulled together, like, he was recognized by sort of everyone who opposed Bolsonaro's, like, he's the only person who could stop him. Yeah. But this means that he's drawing a bunch of support from the right. Uh, his his running mate in this election is a guy named, uh, I mean, yeah, He. this is a guy that Lula beat by 20 points in an election or 30 points, something like that. Mm-hmm like th- this is literally like a right wing guy who Lula fucking destroyed in the an election and he had and Lula brings him on as a running mate because he's trying to sort of appeal to like disaffected like he he he's he's running the sort of like Biden suburban strategy right like he's doing the like appeal to sort of moderate voters thing yeah and like i mean like th- and this is going on to the point where like he's telling people like not to like bring pt flags or like wear pt colors to rallies because Ooh. they're trying to down, yeah. They're, because they're trying to downplay the sort of like communism thing, and this doesn't really work yeah. because, like, Bolsonaro's just calling him. Everyone's just calling him a communist, anyways. Yeah, right. And and he like squeaks by this fucking election, right? Like, he, I mean, he probably won by a, He probably would have won by a couple more percent than the actual vote total, show if there hadn't been voter suppression. But like, it was close. And the other thing that's really really bad about this is that, I, uh, like the right, like bolsonaro's party like controls the senate right so and and this is everything right if, if bolsonaro's party can cut enough deals and you like jettison bolsonaro like bolsonaroism as like as a force is still there right like the this this this, this sort of like fascist right has consolidated it as its own political force and you know there's a non-zero chance that they just impeach lula right and this you we, we literally oh, watch this entire fucking cycle that has happened again yeah, fuck. like right like the, the, this kind of shit like this could happen um yeah, th- so things are still not great, and yeah, Lula's actual hand to do stuff here is very constructive. I should also mention though, like I don't know, like there was literally like partying in the streets, in like mm-hmm. like th- th- there were like there were parties in the streets of cities that like he didn't even win, like th- like th- this is like he I don't know, like the th- the fact that he won is genuinely very good. Um I have. I don't know what can be done to actually sort of defeat Bolsonaroism as a structural force, because again, like he won like forty nine percent of the vote, right? Like,
5: yeah, that's still
4: there. Killing a, like a, like a yeah tens of thousands of of
1: his population and being a general shithead. Yeah. So
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not. Yeah, I don't yet, know. I guess. Like the the la- like. I don't know like the like act, actual structural things have to change about both the Brazilian political system like the Brazilian political system the police the military and the economy have to structurally change or we're, yeah. we're or like we're going to just get, in, gonna get another Bolsonaro like this is what's happening in the US right like there there hasn't actually been a sort of structural shift in like in the in American political system so we're we're just going to get another Trump maybe it'll be actual Trump yeah. who knows like yeah. right but like like, maybe th- it'll like be this worse. is the thing like un- un- until until fascism sort of like Class base and base in the state is destroyed, like <laughs> and and it's a, it's sort of ideological base in, in sort of like right wing constructions of the family. It's religious base, like in particular, like we're just we're gonna be back here and we're gonna be sort of like continuously teetering between fascism and something that's not fascism but has no way to oppose it. And yeah, yeah, that fucking sucks. Um, yeah.
1: But we keep doing it. Like, we keep trying to defeat fascism by running, like, closer and closer to fascism to pull away, like, the marginal fascists. Yeah, well, okay, so here, here's the thing.
4: I, I One thing one thing I will give to Lula is that, like, okay, he, his way of doing this was that uh, a bunch of people found pictures of uh, Bolsonaro in Lumina like, like with a bunch <laughs> yeah. of Illuminati, like, uh, not Illuminati, a bunch of, like, in Freemason yeah. robes with uh, a bunch yeah. of Freemasons, and th- this, I think, genuinely may have cost Bolsonaro, like... Like, uh, th- there's an argument, this cost Bolsonaro, like, a bunch of election points with his own base, yep. because people found this, there was another thing, like, like the day, like, a couple days before the election, th- like, uh, an old TV clip turned up of Bolsonaro <laughs> cannibal- just out of nowhere saying, quote, I would eat an Indian. <laughs> yes, yes, the cannibalism. And this turned into a cannibalism, I mean, this is, like, you know, okay, so, like, this is really about his racism, right, but like, it's turned into a whole cannibalism thing, the Supreme Court ruled, like, I think, incredibly cowardly, because he did say this, yeah. the Supreme Court ruled that yeah. uh, he couldn't run ads, that, that Lula couldn't run ads calling him a cannibal, but, you know, like like there was stuff yeah. like this, like we like, like suddenly this like the, 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 there were like, I don't know, like this is and I will applaud Lula for this. Like he hasn't really like he, he could have run an election where he just fucking threw his entire base under the bus and was like insanely racist and was like, no, I hate queer people and I hate women. And like he could have he could have run a camp. He could have run a, a Bolsonaro campaign. And he didn't. Right. Yeah. And insofar and, and, and as he was tapping into right wing shit, he was tapping into, hey, this guy's a fucking this guy's in Freemason robes. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it was sort of it was sort of it, funny shit that like it's probably not great that this is where the political sphere is. Yes, it's but not like, like like, you know, OK, Bolsonaro literally saying he would eat a human being is yeah. like I I would rather that yeah. be the kind of insane right wing thing that's going around than like, I don't know, queer people are going to murder your children or something, which is like the normal shit that yeah. you hear.
1: Yeah, this is in 2016. It's not like he said it when he was 18. No! <laughs> like, it's like, like, this is like six years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah,
4: like, I think he said it's like a journalist as well, right? He's yeah, yeah, like, oh, he's yeah, an no, an problem. yeah no problem. No oh, problem. God. Yeah, insane. What a fucking terrible guy. I hope, you can
1: imagine Donald Trump saying he'd eat someone. Like He probably has his own. Yeah, also, some here's point. the thing.
4: I, I, th- I, th- I think Donald Trump, you'd have to prompt... Bolsonaro just unprompted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just. There is no connection here. He was just like, fuck it. No, I am so racist. I'm just going to say this. Oh, uh, yeah, God. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I wish I. Yeah, I, I wish I wish good luck and good fortune. And. Yeah, like victory to everyone in Brazil who is fighting. Yeah, seriously. Shit. I, yeah. Fuck Bolsonaro. I hope all this. I hope he fucking dies of COVID finally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and i I hope, I hope, I really do hope that Bolsonaroism can be can be defeated. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, make better choices, PT. Please, God, we can't do this again. Yeah, I hope all the yeah. people in
1: Brazil who continue to be impacted by this this bullshit can yeah, yeah. have
4: better, meaningful
1: improvements to their lives. Yeah, and of this election.
4: And you know, I mean, I will say, like, like this is proof that like Bolsonaroism isn't isn't undefeatable, right? like it, it like right. the, 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 the the fact that he wasn't able to pull off a military coup right like it, right. it is beatable it's just it's very very hard and yeah i mean and then that this is true of fascism everywhere right it's hard to beat but it can be stopped and we are going to because the alternative is the fucking annihilation of the earth so yeah fuck them yep. we're gonna win mm-hmm
0: It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year.
5: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.